Welcome to the Pause Purpose Play podcast with me, Michaela Thomas, clinical psychologist, couples therapist, and founder of The Thomas Connection. I help high-striving busy people let go of the pressure of perfection to create more joy, connection, and compassion in their lives. On this podcast, we promote balance of a burnout through giving you the permission to pause, the curiosity to find your purpose, and the courage to play. Welcome to the second episode of this couple special on the Pause Purpose Play podcast. So today we're going to talk about glowing embers. And that sounds very strange when it comes to couples relationships, but I think of the glowing embers as the pivotal point of relationships that you really want to get to in a long-term committed relationship. The embers are sort of warm but not burning hot, but it's also not fizzled out. So sort of the in-between stage where, you know, that initial fire and passion has maybe settled somewhat. And now you've got a nice, safe, comfortable and very much rewarding place. And that's also where you can roast some marshmallows. So let's flesh that out a bit more in this episode. We're going to talk about flammability of basically how likely you are to be combustible as a couple based on who you are individually. Thank you for coming back to these episodes though because there's going to be a lot of couples focus for the next couple of months on the Pause Purpose Play podcast so if this is not for you maybe thinking I'm not currently in a relationship it's not relevant to me actually think again because we all relate to someone in our lives even if we're not in a romantic relationship maybe not currently you might have previously been in a relationship or you might be at some point in the future look to meet someone again so this is still relevant for you in, even if you are single now maybe even especially if you're single because this is a good opportunity to even think about how some of these patterns within you can make you flammable together with other types of people it might help you become more wise in who you're searching for So stay with me, my friend. I know that it's going to be a lot of couple stuff, but that's because there's a lot of information in this book that it's based on. The Lasting Connection is a book that I spent two years writing. So I've poured a lot of wisdom in it and I've researched a lot of things about couples and compassion and relationships. So I came up with this metaphor, if you may, around flammability. So I based this on the fire triangle which I've learned about in my many induction settings in the NHS, thinking about fire safety. And I started thinking about this fire triangle when I explored with couples why they were not getting along. Noticing some couples on my sofa being so combustible, it did not take much to light the match between them. And I don't mean that in a good way necessarily. I mean that they were a lot of everything. So there are couples who are just generally a bit hotter. There's much more fire going on. They may be a lot of everything. They might fight a lot, disagree a lot, and then passionately have makeup sex to uh, repair and make amends afterwards. And you just see them and there just seems to be a lot going on. They're very flammable. And then there's generally cooler couples where you might think that actually there's not much going on at all. Maybe they look like they're friends, but they're not much happening in terms of desire or 
um, spontaneity. They might sort of look like they're living at the same address but not really sharing a life together. And either of these two extremes, where we're having a lot of everything or very little of everything, may not be the best place to live in long term. The first one, it might be that it's so passionate and full of fire that it burns your house down. And the second one might be so cold that the fire fizzles out. And both of those settings can lead to your connection breaking. So I don't want to get you lost in the metaphor here of fire, because if you overthink it, it may not work. But so get the sentiment here that actually when we understand our own flammability, like I said in the previous episode, if you can own your own shit and tolerate your partner's shit, you've got a pretty good start for a lasting connection. So that comes into self-awareness, that if you are becoming more aware of your own triggers, what makes you flammable, what makes you combust, then it's much easier to get ahead of that pain, to communicate clearly with your partner that this is going to be triggering for you before the fire is upon you and burning your house down. So let's think about this fire triangle. Um, if, if you've got a past history of being part of the scouts or you just, like me, been to a lot of fire inductions, you will know that actually fire is not a thing, it's an event. And for this event to take place, we need fuel, we need heat, and we need oxygen or air. So the fuel is the bits of each of you, the shaping of you, what you've been through in your life, what past experiences you've had that have shaped you to be the person you are today. That can make you more dry and flammable if you've been through a lot of hardship, that might make you more reactive than if you've had a loving, secure childhood. So that is not your fault. So what kind of fuel you bring to the table together with your partner, it is not your fault. I cannot stress that enough. That if we are to have a compassionate understanding and insight about you, we really need to stop with the blaming and the shaming. If you've been through hardship, you did not choose that. However, change begins with you. and You can only change yourself. You can't make your partner change. You can request kindly, but you can't make them change. So if change starts with you and you take accountability and ownership of your own side of things, of your own flammability, it makes it easier or more likely for your partner to do the same. It doesn't mean it's necessarily going to happen, but if you start with you, that can have a lovely ripple effect out, a reciprocity that your partner will also follow. And if they don't, if you're working on yourself, making all of these changes to improve yourself, looking after your own fuel to make it less flammable, and they do nothing, but my friend, there's your answer. Maybe this is not a lasting connection for you if you have got together with someone who's making no efforts. So, like I said, that when you have different kinds of fuel like this coming together with someone else's fuel, that can generate a lot of heat. And heat we think of as expressed emotion. So how much heat you have in your relationship that impacts on your interactions. Some couples are just generally hotter, like I said. There might be screaming matches, there might be a door slammed, there might be a lot of anger, there might be also a lot of anxiety, fear. There might be a lot, just a lot expressed. There might be raised voices. You might see it in the body language. And then there's the generally cooler couples who don't have much expressed emotion. 
and they may not have a lot of passion and hot emotions overall. So neither of these two endpoints, the extremes, is desirable. We don't want to have too much expressed emotions, but we don't want to have too little either. We do need to feel to be in love. So the last point of the fire triangle is the air you blow into your relationship. So you might know this if you've ever been around a campfire, that if you don't kind of bellow in some air, eventually it fizzles out. You need to put some more fuel in, as you put another log in, for instance. But if you don't, if you cover the fire, and if you don't blow any air into it at all, then it fizzles. And if you take a real big breath and just blow as hard as you can into it, then actually that's not very good either. The blaze is upon you. So what we want to do when we think of this fire model is we want to blow in the right kind of air. If you blow in the air of hostility, criticism, shaming and blaming into your fire, then it's likely to just go wild and not in a good way. The flames, the shame flames will be rising high. If you blow a gentle air into it ever so often of compassion, kindness, empathy, team spirit, togetherness, closeness, all of these things, then you're more likely to sustain the fire at a level where it becomes more about glowing embers. A point where you can roast some marshmallows, where you can have some meaningful interactions, build memories together, build a foundation of closeness and love and empathy. So that is what we want when we're thinking about keeping the flames and the fire at a reasonable level. We can turn it up and we can turn it down. And over the next few episodes, you'll hear more about how we do that. We're understanding a bit more about connection and compassion in the next episode. And if you've liked this episode and you want a deeper dive into this, maybe understanding a bit more about your couple satisfaction, how flammable you are as a couple and understanding a bit more about your attachment styles, then take a deeper dive into The Lasting Connection, a book on how to develop love and compassion for yourself and your partner, which is out now for pre-order. And until the next episode drops, do please take care of yourself. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this episode. I know it's not easy when you feel busy and overwhelmed to find time for another thing to do. If this is you, if you feel overwhelmed or that you are close to your breaking point, then I've got a downloadable checklist for you that's going to help. This checklist is called Calm the Overwhelm. The first section has signs and symptoms of you being overwhelmed mentally or physically, showing you that you might be close to breaking point or burning out. The second part is actionable, easy things you can do to try to slow down and give yourself a break. And the third part is a checklist of all the things that might show up when you're asking yourself to take a break. Perhaps your inner critical voice will have an opinion about why you're not allowed to give yourself the permission to pause. To download this free resource, go to www.thethomasconnection.co.uk forward slash calm. So that's thethomasconnection.co.uk forward slash calm.
This episode of the Pause Purpose Play podcast was presented by me, Michaela Thomas. And you can find me on thethomasconnection.co.uk. And because great work rests on having a great team, this episode was kindly edited by Emily Crosby Media.